Good morning. Welcome back. It is episode four of Actually You Can. My name is Stephanie Faber. I'm your host. Wow, that was a mouthful. (laughs) Welcome back, you guys. I am so hyped about this episode because we are going to be talking about settling, specifically in relationships. I get this question all the time. How do I stop settling? How did you stop settling? Can you tell me about your experiences with this? Yes, this episode is going to be specifically around that topic. Stop settling. Yes, you. If you're behind your phone right now, kind of smirking, and you're like, dang, she caught me. It's because I did. I am talking to you. Stop settling when you're dating. We have a lot to cover in this episode, so here is where I'm going to start. Based on my opinion alone, based on my experiences alone, I learned to stop settling the minute I learned to start loving myself. Self-love is tested by what are you willing to accept and what aren't you willing to accept in your everyday life. AKA setting standards for yourself, holding yourself to a certain standard. It really comes down to this. Do you believe you are valuable? Do you believe you are worth it? Do you believe that you deserve the best relationship that you could possibly imagine? Do you believe you deserve that? A year ago, I would hesitate and be like, well, I don't know if I could get a guy like that or I don't really know if I deserve that or blah, 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 blah. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm sitting here in such a different place right now because I've taken the past year to truly start loving myself and really figuring out what do I want in a relationship? What is a must have and what is a deal breaker? What am I not willing to accept? Today, I can confidently sit here and say, yes, I deserve that amazing, beautiful relationship that I imagine in my head and I know one day will happen. And I know and I can attract and I will attract that person that will be my partner, my soulmate when the timing is right. I mention this because there's so much hope to get to where you want to be based on my experience alone. Where I was a year ago and where I am now is just a completely different person if I'm being very honest with you. It's a totally different person. My mindset has completely shifted because the minute I started loving myself, my standards began to change. What I was once willing to accept, never again am I going to accept that. I have a list of must-haves and I have a list of deal breakers. And if there's one thing for certain, it's this. I have done so much inner work the past year that you will never, ever, ever see me settling in a relationship ever again. And my hope is to inspire and motivate you all to reflect on your own life, your own relationships, your own dating habits, and really start to think about what are your must-haves? What are your deal breakers in a relationship? Because the minute I started identifying those, everything started to change for me. I started to realize, well, that is on my list of deal breakers. Am I willing to accept that? The answer is no. It's on that list for a reason. There are so many other people out there. Why am I continuing to put my energy into this person if they aren't what I want? I'm stretching because I'm just getting super hyped up about this and I need to take a second to breathe. (laughs) So this week... I was talking to someone and I told this person that I was recording an episode on this. This person made the most interesting comment about settling and the dating scene. This person related it to your grocery shopping experience. That sounds so funny, but it's actually perfectly aligned. This person said, if you go into a grocery store and you're shopping, you're not going to buy the granola that's half full. You're not going to buy the cereal that's half full. You're not going to buy anything 
that is half full. Actually, now that I think about it, cereal is always half full. So I don't really know why I said that, but you're not going to buy any food that's half full. Why? It's because you don't want that. You can simply move that item to the side and just pick up the one behind it that is full. This is mind blowing to me. Truly, I just sat there and I was like, wow, I've never thought about it this way because that's exactly how we should be thinking about dating. We go into the grocery store, we have money that we have worked hard for and we spend it on something that is half full. That doesn't even make sense. The concept of that doesn't even make sense. Why do we go into the dating scene and put time and energy and go on all these dates with people who don't check all of our boxes, who don't have everything that we want in a relationship? It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. However, we are all guilty of doing this at least a handful of times in our lives up until this point, which is very normal. We are all humans and I totally get that. The point being is that this doesn't have to be your reality moving forward. So for me personally, this past year was heavily revolved around self-love and really figuring out how to truly value myself, how to love myself. Why am I valuable? Why am I worth it? Why am I different? Identifying those things and really embracing them every single day. Outside of self-love and that continuous journey that we will all be on for the rest of our lives because self-love truly is continuous in a way and we are constantly learning more about ourselves and loving ourselves in new ways. There is another little homework assignment that I did and I'm still continuing to do until this day. I want to share that with you. So pull out two sheets of paper. On one sheet of paper, you are going to write must-haves and on the other sheet of paper, you are going to write deal breakers. I want you to take a good amount of time and really reflect upon what are your must-haves in a relationship? What are things you have to have? These are things you cannot compromise. These must-haves can be physical, they can be personality traits, they can be really anything that you would like to have in a relationship with your ideal partner. I want to share a few of mine just because I created a TikTok video about it and it's already online, so I might as well share them on here anyways. The trend on TikTok was who is your perfect partner, like who is your ideal partner, and I took it in the direction of what are my must-haves in a relationship, but one of them is someone in a creative career path. I am a very creative person. I'm headed on a creative career path right now with everything I'm doing in modeling and this podcast and on TikTok. And I really would love to be in a relationship with someone who is on a creative career path as well. And there's really no way to explain it other than when I really think about my ideal partner and when I manifest my ideal partner, this is what always comes up in my head. And this is what I'm always thinking about is how important it is to me to be in a relationship with someone who is also a creative themselves. Another must have for me in a relationship. And honestly, you guys, I have so many must haves on the TikTok. I only put, I think 10 or so, but on my sheet of paper at home, I have maybe 20. <laughs> but it's good to know what you view as a must have and what you don't. Anyways, another one that is very important to me is someone who communicates well. Someone who communicates their thoughts and their emotions very clearly and effectively. Communication is so, 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 so important to me. If I am dating someone who cannot communicate well, it is just not gonna happen. It is a must have for me and that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> 
The last must have I'll share is this, someone who is into fitness. I know this seems silly, but this is the point. Don't feel bad about what your must haves are. And I think sometimes when I say into fitness, I do sometimes have this like silly feeling of like, isn't that kind of silly, don't you think? But no, if you have a must have, embrace it. You gotta do you. (laughs) You do you, boo. So yes, a must-have is someone who's into fitness. Fitness has been such an integral part of my life. I play Division I college soccer. I'm a certified personal trainer. I'm a group fitness instructor. I work out six days a week. I am obsessed with fitness. And my ideal partner is someone who also loves fitness and would love to go to the gym with me or would love to go to boot camps with me or would love to go to yoga with me. Now the focus is back on you. After you finish with this podcast episode, I really want you to take as much time as you need to write down all of your must-haves that you can think of at this time. And the best part about this is is that we are constantly evolving. We are constantly changing. What might be on your must-have list today, maybe six months down the road, that's not a must-have anymore, or maybe you're going to add different must-haves. That's just part of life. And that's fine. Now let's go on to the deal breakers. After you've done the must-haves, I want you to write down all the deal breakers you have in a relationship. This is just a little bit different than the must-haves because these are things that you are just not willing to compromise on. You're not willing to accept this. One of the biggest deal breakers that I have, I think I like top three on my list is consistency. Someone who is not consistent, that is a straight up deal breaker. What I mean by this is that if one week they are showing so much effort in words and actions and then the next week it's completely different and there's no effort at all and it's just completely inconsistent with how they've been treating me before, that just doesn't sit well with me unless there is a clear explanation given But if I see a pattern of that over time, that is a deal breaker to me right there. And what I just said right there actually reminds me of something else. Another little piece of advice someone else gave me a few months ago, and it is this. You don't know someone until you give them enough time, which is a big part of dating, obviously. You want to give someone enough time. You need time to get to know someone. The way I see it now is that there's a clear line between seeing a deal breaker, a big red bold deal breaker on night one or two that's on your list. And on the other hand, maybe just not getting to know them enough and not being able to see all of the different sides of their personality and really getting to know them and asking those questions that need to be asked. So if I do see a deal breaker on date one, you won't see me on date two. But if I walk away from date one and I feel like I just need more time to truly understand if I want to continue spending time with this person or not, personally, I'm going to go on a date two because you do need to give people time to really understand who they are and their intentions. That is just such a natural challenge of dating though, is the question of how much time do you give someone? Because your time is also so valuable and you can be putting that time and energy into your work and yourself and also going on dates with other people to exploring those relationships. In general, it's just going to be a continuous question mark of you know how much time is enough time? And that is something that I'm still discovering as well. The one thing that I think is going to help me the most as I start to date again, and I think it will help you as well, is to constantly remind yourself and remind myself of my deal breakers before I go on these dates, while I'm on these dates. Think of my deal breakers, ask the right questions when you're on these dates. Someone once told me, when you're going on a date, 
it's almost like an interview. It shouldn't feel, you know, that interview type of pressure. It should also be fun and flirty and you want to have a good time, right? But in general, your time is valuable as we have talked about before. So it's important to me to ask those questions that I need answered on date one, you know? And I think some of these are like, what is your career path? What are your aspirations? What do you like to do for fun? You know, really try to get to know this person as much as you can because you might identify a deal breaker just based on their responses. I know there are going to be people that disagree with this mentality of viewing the first date as an interview, but in my opinion, I don't want to waste my time. I have a lot of stuff to get done. I'm booked. I'm busy, okay? (laughs) And if I can save myself four or five dates down the road, I will do that by just asking the questions that I needed answered on the first date because I'm valuable and so are you. You deserve the best and I deserve the best. I want to talk a little bit more about when you do identify a deal breaker, what you should do. When you do realize that this person maybe isn't meant for you and they don't have everything that you are looking for, there is obviously a feeling of sadness like, dang, I just spent all this time and now I just realized that this person isn't who I thought they were. They don't have everything that I want. They don't check all of my boxes. What do I do? I know the feeling. (laughs) It sucks. It's not fun to have that realization. And I think the best thing to do is, first of all, remind yourself that you are valuable, you deserve the best, and you deserve to find someone that checks all of your boxes. And also remind yourself of how many people there are in this world and there is someone out there for you 100% that does check all of your boxes. I think the one thing that hinders us is impatience. I've been there too. We've all been there is that we are impatient. We want it now. We want the perfect relationship now. But in reality, that might just be waiting for us a few years down the road. It will come at the perfect time if we put our trust in that. I think a mix of impatience and not reminding ourselves in the moment how valuable we are and probably a few other factors as well, contributes to us settling. Like, oh, I want this now, and this is good enough in my opinion, so I'm going to accept it because I don't want a relationship in two years. I want a relationship now. When you are feeling this way, I highly encourage you to just stop for a second and say your affirmations. I am beautiful. I deserve the absolute best. I am valuable. Remind yourself that, hey, this person doesn't have everything that I want. I am not willing to go to the grocery store and buy that granola that's half full. It doesn't make sense. Remind yourself of that. It doesn't make sense. There is someone out there waiting for you that has all of your boxes checked. I know some of you are probably thinking, okay, tell us about you. (laughs) Tell us about your dating life. Well, currently my dating life is this. I'm so focused right now on my career and building this community, building my TikTok community and modeling and getting everything in my career really going right now that I simply just don't even have time to really focus my efforts on dating at this moment. It is the most raw and honest answer I can give you because I have so much going on in my life right now. I feel like I'm at like a transition period where I'm laying the foundation blocks for things to blossom and I really need to focus my efforts on everything that I'm building right now, that dating simply just isn't my number one priority right now. 
Of course, if someone amazing comes along that has all of my boxes checked, I would be more than willing to explore that, but it just isn't on my high priority list, if that makes sense. I most definitely know that I have to get back onto the saddle and immerse myself more into the dating scene that I have been recently. However, my head has just kind of been spinning lately with career stuff. And I think when the timing is right and my time frees up a little bit, I will have more availability to do so. This episode is nearly complete, mostly because I have to make dinner and it's nine o'clock at night right now. But there's one last thing I want to share with you, okay? If you're listening to this right now and you have settled in the past when dating in relationships, I say this because I have also settled as well and I have accepted the bare minimum at times and my mindset has shifted now. I want to tell you this. You are beautiful. You are valuable. You deserve the absolute best. You deserve to have all of your boxes checked of the ideal partner that you want. You deserve someone who is not going to have any of the deal breakers on your list. You deserve to be with someone that is going to make you the best version of you. Do not settle. Do not accept less because you are worth it. You deserve it and you will find it. Dating is about discovery and you might not find it on the first time, the fifth time, the hundredth time, but it is out there waiting for you. Continue to put trust in that and what is meant to be will be. What is meant for you will effortlessly find you. You got this. I got this. We got this together. No more settling. Stop settling. You deserve it all, and you are going to find it all. That is all. I will see you all next week. You deserve it all. Have a good Monday.